Episode 55 of Board Games with Variant Hex is all about the Board Game Geek Gen Con 2022 preview list for 11 different publishers. I'm Kelly, and in this episode, Aaron and I talk about games from BoardGameTables.com, Brotherwise Games, Capstone Games, The City of Games, Dead Alive Games, Devious Weasel Games, Devere, Dolphin Hat Games, DPH Games Incorporated, Dragon Dawn Productions, and DV Giochi. It's a lot of games. The links for all the games we talk about will be found in the episode description, as well as the link for the overall Board Game Geek list. We've got a lot to get through, so without further ado, I'll turn it over to myself and Aaron talking about all kinds of games from these publishers headed to Gen Con 2022. When we started doing this list, there were 168 games listed that would be for sale at Gen Con in this Board Game Geek Gen Con 2022 preview. Now there are 223. Now, we had not gotten that far yet. And then we kind of know that this is to be expected as we continue from when we started in June. We're still in June, getting closer to the end now. Um, but the number is already going up because publishers are submitting more. new things and adding. Yes. So... Of the ones, we've only gone from 25th Century Games to uh, Board and Dice, so we're not very far into the alphabet. Of the ones we've gone through, I think I saw about four or so games that had been added. But we are going to keep track of that, and when we get to the end, when we actually finish the alphabet, we'll have uh, another episode that will be all the games that were added since we started. Maybe two or three. It's going to be hectic. And, you know, we've just decided to go for this and we are figuring it out as we go. But today, it's me and you, Aaron. As you can tell by it's us Hi, here this Aaron. in this podcast closet. Adam isn't with us today. Adam and I tend to chat a little longer on each one. I think that's going to be less true for this one. And we can also make up a little bit of ground as we continue to get through the alphabet with these 50 new games. So to keep up the pace. We're starting with BoardGameTables.com. Bear Raid! That is, that is, I didn't expect that. That is the first one. So Bear Raid, and as we've stated before on this Board Game Geek preview, it's a list that gives you like some key information about the game. This one's three to six players, playtime 60 minutes. It says it released in February. I haven't seen it. And that the MSRP is $40. Influence the stock market and make the most money. Commodity speculation, dice rolling economic i like the pun that they've given there like bear raid like oh because it's like the stock market like yeah a bear so market. so yeah so like make all your money when the stock market's down so it's like true to how real things happen like uh, you know what yeah there's a, a oh job. okay i was gonna say the bear is beating up some kind of the miscellaneous bowl. animal but it's a bull yeah and it's not it is a stylized kind of art that is happening there that I don't care for. They look like those, you know, when you go to a birthday party and they have like pin the tail on a donkey type things yeah. and like the little joints have those, um, what are those things called? Those little metal things that have like the two sticks. The grommets? Like grommets. Yeah. What were they actually used for in the past when people had papers? Were they like used to like keep papers together? I i'm only okay. five years older than you so <laughs> well that is the past anyways right. that's what it looks like there's no like, way they're like paper like paper dolls with moving joints the the bear looks like pink panther's fat brother yeah yeah that's not exciting me about it it looks like uh from the picture of the inside like the components lots of dice lots of like money tokens things like that i, I mean it seems fine i just don't like the cover 
You also don't like economic manipulation games, so. I actually don't think I mind them. Oh. You seem to get, you don't like, uh, what's the one? Mystic Market. Oh, now that one's just dumb. Let's keep moving. Oh, Factory Funner. How, okay, Factory Funner. We are trying to keep it moving. Uh, Factory Funner is one to six players, 20 to 40 minutes, so snappy. And this one also says it was released in February 22, same MSRP of $40. I kind of think that board game tables is like our games are $40 or $39 or $19. They've, they've gone End for another punny title, and I, I'm not for this one. Factory Funner? Yeah. What is that? You know what? I was Factory gonna, Runner? Here's what, here's what happened in my brain. Oh, Yes, okay. I think it is Factory Uh-oh. Runner. What happened in my brain was Factory Funner. That's a dumb title. I wonder if it's a pun. I bet it's a pun I don't know. And then and out you loud. You said it was a pun. Out loud, they've gone for a pun. That's, it's, you know, this lines up with my experience of living with you, that mm-hmm. that's exactly how things work. In this one, you build a frenetic factory to most efficiently convert between different resources. So that sounds like something you would love. Hexagon yeah. Grid, Network Building, Industry Manufacturing, Puzzle. Hexagon Resource Game. Come on. Factory Funner. Factory Funner. I don't know. It doesn't, looking at the components of the game, I'm not, like, getting excited by that. It seems... Your standard cardboard looks like everyone has their own hexagon grid. A little bit, it looks like Calico, the way that you have like yeah. a hexagon edged grid board for you. So yeah, I think that's another one where if I just see it on the shelf, it's not drawing me in. I like a one player option. It being so short, I think that is interesting for route building and converting your resources, but then for a, such a short play time. I'm waiting for its superlative sequel. Factory Funnest. Well done. Don't congratulate me on figuring out your cryptic jokes. All right. Okay. Ghosts of Christmas. Now, there were some other Christmas games. I think Holly Jolly was one that we talked about on previous episodes. This one is just three to four players, which is an interesting play count. 40 minutes. This is a $20 board game tables game. And you play in the past, present, and future all at once in this tricky card game. Now, that sounds cool. I think that would be fun. Trick-taking game? Uh, predictive oh, bid? Oh, yeah, predictive bid Come card on. game, yeah. Traditionally, it is like a four-player, three, four-player yeah. thing to have a trick-taking game. So, as always, I would like a two-player version on this. Stuff is pretty. Yeah, I do like the, the art style of it, I, I think is nice. You know, it's using like a classic story. It kind of looks like the cards from Dixit. A little bit. They're a little they're a little extra saturated, I would say. So yeah, I don't know more, but I you can see a little um like past, present, future. You have three little tiles in front of you that seem to indicate that, and maybe you're playing cards into those different slots. So Definitely interesting. And I guess three to four players, Ghost of Christmas themed game, maybe you're playing it around the holidays as you have people over. So you're not as concerned about um, having to start at three players. And $20 is is pretty cheap. Yeah, I think we should. We don't buy a lot of three player games anymore. No, I think we, we should don't. pick that up. Uh, we'll see. Like we'll ones see. that don't go down to two player count. I feel like that would be an undecided. It lets you select must have, interested, undecided, or not interested, and you can add I notes think... when you're actually, if you log into Board Game Geek and you look at this list, you can actually register and save your uh, opinions on these games. For that one, I'd be undecided. I'd be pleased. Let's play this in the demo hall. Okay. That's not... So at your notes is play in demo hall? Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe one year we will live be submitting what our choices are for each one of these, but that is not what's happening this year. This year, we're moving on to Brotherwise Games and Call to Adventure Epic Origins. Can I... I mean, I have a question. Okay. 
like if you're a game publisher and you're bringing like one game, like what's the value prop? No, I think that this is the one game for sale. And some of the ones that we did earlier have already added more games. So I think that just because they're not listed on here doesn't mean that they're literally just coming here with one game. I think also sometimes people are more concerned, publishers are more concerned with putting newer releases on here where they might bring a bunch of their old games. But this is like the preview for Gen Con. I think many may be associated that with new releases. So Brotherwise might be bringing some of their older games. We don't know. What we do know is that they've listed Call for Adventure here. It's a cooperative game, deck bag and pool building, fantasy card game, one to four players, 30 to 60 minutes. MSRP is $45. I like all the things that I just said. I famously don't like cooperative games. And I think for me, deck building games are my least favorite type of cooperative game. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I guess the one player count is going to be real important for me here. That seems right. Well, I mean, then it's not cooperative anymore. I didn't I know that you didn't... that cooperative deck building was especially what you didn't like. Yeah, I like other types of cooperative games, but the deck building is sort of like it's not what so much it fun. sort of like? I don't know. <laughs> not I just, so I just don't enjoy it. And I think maybe, I mean, the one that comes to mind is the one is that silly Harry Potter one that's impossible. You were just complaining about that. Yeah. I was asking, I was mentioning that we still needed to play uh, Death Eater Rising, Death Eaters Rising, for our Play Every Game Before Gen Con goal. You asked me, is that the one that I hate? That is what I said. So... Anyways, that is the only one from Brotherwise Games. Uh, it says, cast the runes and craft a hero in this high fantasy sequel to the original. You know, Adam said high fantasy on the last episode, and I don't really know what high fantasy means. It looks like regular stereotypical fantasy to me, but maybe that's maybe that's what high fantasy is. I, I don't have like a content. I know I read fantasy no. novels, but I don't have this distinction off the top. No, you're fine. You're fine. Ark Nova. Now, this is Capstone Games, so oh, we've moved publishers. on to the next publisher. Ark Nova, gosh, people can't stop talking about Ark Nova. It is one to four players, 90 to 150. Like, this is a bigger game. And people compare it to Terraforming Mars, I think because it's a big stack of cards that you're working through to try to get some synergy between the cards that you then collect. Design a modern zoo to run a successful park and support conservation projects. I think that's to make it not as, like, you gross zoo to put the conservation kind of stuff in there as well and not lean on the captivity part right. of it, which I think is nice. It says in-game bonuses. I'm surprised that's something that they would list so on here. But hand management, animals, economic. And this is 2021. So, yeah, it's been out for a little bit, um, but I do think it came out, like, at the end of last year. I don't think it, there was a whisper of it at last year's Gen Con. And it is right now ranked number seven overall. Oh wow! On yeah, so it's in the top ten on Board Game Geek. Like it, it flew up there. And Capstone has been releasing a lot of very good games. Like they're especially in this kind of genre, this kind of weight. It's number five overall for strategy games. So a little surprising in some sense, you could say. It's surprising we haven't tried it for how popular it's been. But I don't know that it's really like generally available. Like if you stroll into your local game store i don't know how likely you are to see it on the shelf will be a gen con 75 yeah. bucks 75 dollars. Uh... now capstone did have like some kind of combo deal sort of stuff last time nothing too crazy but they did have some like buy things together and save i hope that that is on arc nova is part of one of those but with it being that highly rated it doesn't have to be i'm sure people will just buy it hand over fist for 20 dollars cheaper you could become the advisor to Catherine. yes Catherine, the cities of the uh serena 
Serena, it starts yeah. with a T. Yeah. Um, play your card smartly to become the new advisor of Catherine the Great. She looks to be like peering around a corner, which kind of makes me giggle. Um, it's two to four players, 30 to 45 minutes, a lot shorter than Arc Nova. Age is eight plus, which mm. is uh, low. Arc Nova said 14 plus. Um, so eight plus, that's, you know, kind of a, maybe a family weight game, but it doesn't sound like a family topic necessarily. Like, come on, eight and nine year olds. Okay. Let's play smartly to become the new advisor to Catherine the Great. Do your homework. Let's yeah. get the dishes done. And then let's go see if we can get Catherine the Great on our side. Yeah. So hand management, network and route building, card game, territory building. Sounds good. $55. A little. I think there's nothing wrong with an expensive short game. But it is an expensive short game. Well, it just needs to be good, right? And we don't know if it's Yeah, good we don't know yet. Um, now we have a couple expansions. Atoma for Terra Mystica. Yeah, so a solo box. And it just it's an expansion that allows you to play Terra Mystica solo. I have the app. So I had this thing. It was on our blog, and I abandoned it because I was trying to play all of the board game apps that I had bought 10 times each. I bought a lot of board game apps. And I got to Terra Mystica, and that is what broke the challenge. Because I just could not, I couldn't get through it 10 times. I think I got through right. it three or four times and was like, I, I hate everything. And that's not why, that's not why I play board games. So I just decided, you don't have to do the challenge. You made it up anyway. Just just forget about it. You could have just switched a different game. I could have switched to a different game. And I was doing like sets of 10 games at a time. So anything in that 10 games, anything in that 10 set of apps i could play 10 times kind of in any order and then i would post about it but that set of 10 and maybe that was my mistake were all pretty heavy games and eventually no matter what i chose or whatever i was gonna have to get through terra mystica so i was trying to do that one first i just i i don't know that it's the app per se or what i think it's all fine i think just none of it is for me i can read the rules so many times and it's still just like it doesn't coalesce into one unified game in my brain. So you're not shelling out 150 bucks for the big box edition. I am not. I think it's nice. It looks like it says one to five. So I'm wondering if that Atoma just comes inside of the big box edition. Uh, but yeah, in Terra Mystica, you play fantastical factions. You expand your influence by terraforming and joining cults. So yes, more power to it. It's a very, you know, it's a very popular game. I would like to get behind it, but there's something in there. Maybe it's the territory building part of it that doesn't. doesn't I've only quite played it once, mostly owing to the fact that you don't like it and it takes a long time. Yeah, and that's ranked 23 overall. Strategy is number it. 20. Uh, the weight is 3.97 out of 5. And some heavy games like make more sense to me, like the way everything works together, but this is not one of those. So, anywho, that is the, what, four games? Uh, kind of three, because the two of those were just Terramisca from Capstone Games. Next up is City of Games, which I don't know if they do other things, but what they definitely do is the Isle of Cats. They, they I mean, they do also explore and draw. Which is the Isle of Cats. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. I, yes. The big title on the cover. So it's, it's Isle of Cats, Isle of Cats. And, and Isle of Cats. Cats. It seems like they yes. should be called Island Games and not the City, City of, of Games. games. But I mean, they could be cities on islands, The I City of Cat Games. So uh, Isle of Cats Boat Pack is a fleet of brand new ships to rescue cats with. That is $25. The Isle of Cats Explore and Draw is the uh, flip and write, I believe. 
that is in the same kind of setting theme goal. Uh, that's $30. And then the Isle of Cats Kittens and Beasts is an expansion with Kittens and Beasts. And that's $35. So the boat pack, yeah, I guess that's also an expansion. Um, but it is $10 less than the Kittens and Beasts. Now, we backed the very big box Kickstarter. Because Isle of Cats has been out for a little bit. Just kind of never got around to getting it. And when the very big Kickstarter box came, I decided, okay, let's just get all of the Isle of Cats and see how it goes. I don't know that I like it as much as the box is big, um, but we haven't played through the extra content yet. I think it did come with like card sleeves, comes with fancier little cats, those sort of things. I don't know. It doesn't list really anything about the base Isle of Cats games uh, being available, but you would think that it would be. This one is 104 overall and strategy 95. So really holding its weight for a, a game that's like cats. I don't know. Between that and Terramisca, like, they're really not that far apart on the ranking, and they are worlds different, I think, in in style and what an you're Isle doing. of Cats and an Isle of many, many different races. Yeah, this is, the weight on this is 2.31, so quite a bit less. But it is a very good game. I think that we played the Explore and Draw first, and I kind of felt like, maybe that's enough. I, I like the Explore and Draw. Yeah, I, I really enjoy the Explore and Draw. So, anywho... That's what City of Games is bringing all of their various cat adventures to Gen Con. Now, you and Adam are, I think, based on the last conversation you guys had, very unexcited about how happy I am that I'm going to call this publisher Schrodinger's Games. We are unexcited about that. I actually, he's definitely unexcited. And I am growing more unexcited every day. This is Dead, Dead Alive Games. And they have really one game and an expansion for that game. Omicron Protocol, I believe is how you would say that. It's one to four players. You're fighting, you fight others or work together to survive the apocalypse. As I've stated, unfortunately, this podcast is not going to be your go-to for hot new apocalypse survival games. As I am very cool. Like, I'm, I'm very cold on that topic. Yeah. So I don't know that we're well served to linger on it too much. It is 2022 release. There's I don't really know anything else about this publisher. They're in the box, so it's hard to. They're in the box. It's just a, another bad Schrodinger's cat joke. I think we can move on. Oh yeah, one. we better. I think it's best that we do. Yeah. But that is a it's a hundred dollar game, the main one, and then the expansion is sixty five. So this is like. No small thing. But I mean, a lot of people really like that that genre. They so, do. You know, they do. I feel like there's some action good... points, area movements, dice, miniatures. So it's all in that kind of area. I'm sure you could imagine it in your head right now, and it's gonna look almost exactly like you expect. So, 165 for the whole shebang at Gen Con. We're moving on to another publisher that I actually haven't heard of the publisher, but I have heard of one of these games. Devious Weasel Games makes Cosmic Frog which people okay. get pretty excited about. This was, they were just talking about this a bit on the Shut Up and Sit Down podcast that came out maybe last week. It's ranked a little lower. It's like 2000, but I don't think a lot of people have actually gotten the opportunity to play it. And it seems like of the people that play it, it's pretty well received. Two to six players, um, 45 to 90 minute play time. And it's like the cosmic frogs are like, yeah. They're big. The uh, You're two cosmic mile frog. tall, overpowered cosmic frog. Yeah. So like a lot, a lot's going on. I here. read it the first time and I was like, is the frog that big in the box? Oh, Aaron, you're an idiot. I'm going to go on a limb here. 
But I think downtown Indy is a mile square. Yeah. So, no. I mean, you didn't have to explain how I was wrong. Okay. I, it was it was obvious on the face of it. Okay, okay. All right. All right. So the other game that they have... Oh, and by the way, you would be controlling your two-mile-tall, overpowered Cosmic Frog to harvest the best terrain in Cosmic Frog 2-4 to four players. This one doesn't have a price on it. It says the release date was actually December 2020. So go figure. Um, but the mirroring of Mary King, that's a 2022 release from Devious Weasel Games. And it's a mortal woman and her ancestor's ghost fight for control of the woman's living body. Not wild about that theme. There's no way you're buying that game. It is a two-player game. And we have been buying a lot of two-player games. There's Advantage Token, Card Play Conflict Resolution, Card Game Puzzle. But it seems like... Uh, there's a lot more on the list for me before this one. Um, but, you know, I, mean, you I never feel like know. someone gets to be the mortal woman and someone gets to be the, the ghost. I mean, that's an interesting conversation to start the game. And it almost looks like you're flipping cards. Oh, it's creepy. It is creepy. Like, there's, it kind of looks like you're flipping cards to, uh, let's see, it's a three by four grid uh. that's a portrait. And, like, maybe you're flipping each one of those cards to try to control it. It's you, a, know. I, you know what? I bet I, the mechanic looks fun, but the the theme is not what you're. Want, yeah, what you, I want to be want. like pretty flowers in a field. I like a soft theme on a board game. Oh, Devere. Devere. It makes all kinds of fun stuff. There's only two games listed here. We have Home Sweet Home or Not, and What a Crazy House. Your family has a mission: return everything to normal. So this is eight and up. So more of a family game, two to five players. $40 MSRP. It's a cooperative game. It's hand management. It's a card game. Uh, you know, I say, what not to love? I wonder, we're talking about, it doesn't look like high fantasy. There's a, in the R.A. Salvatore books, uh, okay. House de Vere is one of the houses in Menzo Barons on, and I thought it might be a reference because it's games and I fantasy, but it, it looks nothing like that. No, I think it's nothing like that. They do a lot of, de Vere is pretty popular foreign publisher so i imagine in their native language devere may mean something quite different or just could be someone's name what do i know there's not a lot of pictures of this one on board game geek but it has the front has a, a very normal uh kind of just suburban america kind of house pink smoke coming out well i think you've missed the ufo <laughs> and oh the alien i didn't inside. miss the ufo <laughs> So, uh, yeah, a little, little more going on there, but just a cute little cartoony cast of characters in the front. I thought it was so, a window with a balcony. Oh, it's a UFO. I'm so it's, sorry. Yeah, it is, in fact, a UFO. So uh, a little paranormal going on there. It's a crazy house, as they said. And then the Red Cathedral. So this is, an ex this is the Red Cathedral Contractors, an expansion for Red Cathedral. Uh, one to four players, $30. $30 for an expansion is, I mean, fine, but I kind of thought that the Red Cathedral itself was not a very, ex I thought it was like $30 game. Yeah, it looks like, yeah, somewhere Maybe around you're there. getting twice as much value out of the uh, Maybe, maybe so. So for the Red Cathedral, it says complete contracts while building St. Basil's Cathedral, area majority influence, dice rolling, and then it's the expansion for the base game. I've heard, I want to think it was the Red Cathedral, if I'm remembering correctly, that it was a big, like, you gave you a big Euro kind of experience, but in a smaller box. Right. Um, so I'd be interested, one, to see, like, how much is this really adding to it? It has a one player. It does have a one player. I like that. I, I kind of want to think that I almost bought Red Cathedral last year. It came out in 2020, so it probably was at Gen Con last year. So we'll see. That's, that might be, uh, I'd have to get, of course, Red Cathedral first. 
But that might be pushing into interested if I take a closer look at Red Cathedral. Have you ever seen a dolphin wear a hat? I have not, but that's exactly what you'll see in the logo for Dolphin Hat Games. Their game is called Gimme That. And it's got a potato with a pencil. He seems to be a king or a, a king because he's wearing a crown and has like a cape. Is that on a baseball diamond? Is or it I just also want... a baseball diamond? Maybe it is know. a fast and fun roll and write family party game. So they are hitting a lot of buzzwords, I would say, there. Um, we don't have more pictures available to us on... Board Game Geek. We it's not just baseball. have this. Cover. I just like green things to be. And it looks like the pencil looks like a bat to me in my brain. Yeah. I'm he's struggling with images he's, today. Yeah. He's on a field. And I see why you say that because some of this looks like a, just a sporting style of yeah. like the logo for it. You could you could see it being like, you know, intramural sport team called the Gimme That's, you yeah. know? It or looks, the Spuds. The Spuds. Yeah. His, his crown does say Spud on it. No idea what's going on there. But $15. Action, dexterity, paper and pencil, dice rolling, children's game. You know, it looks cute. It looks fun. Um, three to eight players, so. Fifteen bucks. Five to ten minute playtime. Five to ten. Give me that. <laughs> yeah. And then we have to decide how many, should we round out the Ds? Yeah, before let's, we... let's, let's okay. round out the Ds. Let's DPH the Ds. games, which doesn't stand for Dolphin Hat. Games. Dolphin hat. No, <laughs> I don't know what it does stand for, but nothing about usurp the king looks like they're into oh. that silliness. I mean, it's Very a little bit serious. the same. Like with the king, the king of the crown. Give me that. Oh, look, there's a video preview oh. for it. Oh, you no. know, I don't know if there's been other video previews, but the image for this on the list, when you click it, uh, a uh, what do you call this? Like a pop up comes yeah. up and starts playing a video. There's another name for those. But anyways, it's two to five players, 35 to 50 minutes. Ages 13 plus. So not the same kind of family fun as Gimme That at all. But just $25. The families behind the court use daggers, bribery, and conspiracy to vie for power. I mean, it seems like something I'm not going to want to play with you. Well, I mean, probably not. Probably not. Area majority influence, fantasy, and medieval. I do have a, a medieval soft spot. I like I like things from that era. Yeah, and I do I do too. I've played a lot of Skyrim. We let's see, the king may be in trouble, the court that surrounds him contains subjects who seek power. So, you know, classic games of throny type thing. Games of throny? Games no. Game of Thrones type Ga- things. Gamesy of Thrones. I was going for games of thrones, but anyway, it looks like a card game. It, I mean, they, in fact, are holding cards. Yes, and the very few pictures that we have here. Uh, it seems uh, seems good, but I, I doubt we're going to be picking that one up. Mm-hmm. I like the logo on the next game, which is from Dragon Dawn Productions. White hat, and yeah. it's one to six players, 30 to 45 minutes, ages 10 and up, so maybe family-ish, $30. Hackers compete to reach the critical asset without getting caught. And critical asset is capitalized. That's how yeah. we know it's important. There's area movement. There's modular board. It's a card game. There's science fiction. That sounds nice. This sounds like a game that Jason will just be amazing at and I'll be mad at. Well, that's a lot of games. <laughs> Jason is good at games. <laughs> He's pretty good at games. Uh, there are hats, tokens, actually. I want to say like a Monopoly-style box, like a thin rectangle box. Uh, which you don't see a ton of. I can't tell really no. how small it is, though. Whoever their photographer is did a nice job here. Well, these a lot of times are. Sometimes it's actually the oh, publisher. Like fan photos? And sometimes they're just fan photos, yeah. But oh, there are a, a lot ones, more. Yeah. Yes, there are a lot more photos of this one. So it looks like you have a board, you have some cards, you have little hat tokens that are moving on that board. Uh, 
looks cute. Yeah, I, I would try that. I'd try it. And then we have one more publisher, DV... Gyochi. Gyochi? I mean, I picked a, picked a pronunciation. We're going to go with that. And the first game is Deckscape in Wonderland. So I think Deckscape is a series of games. This one is themed with Alice in Wonderland. You solve puzzles and riddles not to get lost in Wonderland. It's a cooperative game. One to All six right. players. $15. Puzzle card game. Yeah, $15. So that's pretty good. I'm wondering what the other... Um, if it, Deckscape is a family of games, yes, it is. There's a series. So there's Deckscape, Test Time, The Mystery of El Dorado, The Fate of London, Heist in Venice, Behind the Curtain, Escape from Alcatraz. Like now that I'm reading some of those, I think I've seen them before. So these are escape room type games. All right. And each game is usually just a deck of cards. We should try one of these one time. I agree. I agree. Because Maybe they, at Gen Con. Well, yeah, because we have a lot of things to play before then. But there's these, and I want to think there's maybe two other series that are like escape room type. And I've never, I think I've been to one escape room. Have you been to an escape room? No. That is surprising. I went with work once and it was like, I enjoyed it more than I expected to because I don't really have an interest in like mystery, like I don't know the kind of shows right. I watch or anything like that. But. but that's what these people do because the next one is Detective. Detective. Yeah. You can't cheat that. So not in the same Deckscape as far as I can tell. Um, it is still cooperative, one to six, 60 minute. All the other stats about the same, $15, same price. Um, detectives are working together to solve a mystery in the domain, Dom casino, in a casino. So yeah, maybe we'll maybe we'll try one of these. Maybe, yeah. maybe Gen Con will be the time. I don't know if, oh, it does say detective colon, which that probably means there's a detective series as well. Oh, yeah. You know what? There sure is. So there's Detective Bloody Red Roses. There's The Will Without an Air, The Gaze of the Ghost, and Nightmare in the Mirror. It's kind of like, it reminds you of a um, novel series. Yeah, you know I feel like those? it's fun too. Like, hey, you know what we're going to do? We're going to do uh, small games. 15 bucks. Give me a deck of cards. Great. Yeah. I mean, and for... I'm. I am kind of interested in how they do that mystery through the cards. Yeah. I think that's like, it's a good system. We are going to keep going into Eggertspiel, but that will be in the next episode. Having previously studied German, I wanted to know what Eggert meant. Yeah. Good. Are you going to tell us in the next episode? Stay tuned for the next episode. Okay. Thank you so much for listening to episode 55. Be sure to subscribe to know when new episodes drop. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch at Variant Hex. We have a website and a blog at VariantHex.com, and you can email us at podcast at VariantHex.com. We've sorted out the rest of the list, and we're thinking it'll take eight more episodes to get through all the publishers. It's definitely got us thinking. What were we thinking? But we're in it now. However, the next episode will be a break from the list to do our Games of the Month for June 2022. We're still trying to play through our entire collection before Gen Con, and it's crunch time. If you're listening to these in reverse, you have 54 more episodes headed your way, and the next one is going to be me and Adam talking about publishers earlier in the alphabet from the same Board Game Geek preview list for Gen Con 2022. And that's all for now. Thank you so much for spending your time with us today. <laughs>